Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 693, air date August 6, 2020. So Dr. Shiva, what's your position on free speech and big tech censorship? Well, John, as you know, I'm a big fighter uh, for free speech, the First Amendment. I was one of the people who was one of the keynote speakers at the Boston Free Speech Rally. But let me answer your question, because the First Amendment is a foundation of American freedom. With the First Amendment, we have the right to assemble, we have the right to have open discourse, and essentially freedom to discuss all sorts of issues. And from that freedom is how we can have a society where we can practice real science. And, and not what I mean science is a scientific method. And as a scientist, I know that open discourse and free speech is extremely important for science to occur. Because if we don't have open science, what we end up having is we end up having scientific consensus. A bunch of people just agreeing and suppressing free speech. So I just want to let you know that the First Amendment, I believe, is the essence of foundations of even doing science to get to truth. Now, when it comes to big tech censorship, what we have going on is five or six major companies today control the entire dialogue through the digital medium. You know, on the telco side, you have AT&T, Vodafone, and Verizon, and then on the you know software side, you have Google, you have Facebook, and you know probably one or two other companies. And what's happened is this big tech censorship has occurred, um, and, it, and what I'm going to share with you also leads to the solution. It's occurred because an entity, an organization that was created by the founders of this country, which people have forgotten why it was created, and it's going to initially seem weird to you, is the United States Postal Service. The United States Postal Service was created by the founders like Franklin to ensure that all of us could be the press. That's what I want people to understand. It was not supposed to be mega corporations who were the press, the free press. All of us were supposed to be the press. This was at a time the Postal Service was created because the Crown was not allowing us to publish our own news. They were going through people's mails. They were going through people's mail. So when they created the Postal Service, it was, I could send you a letter, you could send me a letter at a low cost, if and anyone interfered, it would be sentenced, 22 sentences years in prison because they had a police force for the Postal Service. So think about this. The founders of this country wanted all of us to be able to write, communicate, and if anyone interfered, the, the in, a post office police force would shut that down. Now, fast forward to what occurred in 1997. In 1997, as you know, I created the first email system, and I was running another company in, in, in the 90s, and in email, and I, and I saw in 1997 is when email volume overtook postal mail volume. Now, 1993, after the invention of email that I did in 78, we had the web-based versions of email, Hotmail, Yahoo Mail, all these companies, and they started offering email for free, just like uh, the Facebooks were coming out, social media. So everyone was signing up to these free accounts, but no one read the privacy statement. The, the privacy statement basically said they own your content. So we traded freedom for free email, okay? But in 1997, what happened was email volume overtook postal mail volume. And I went to the Postal Service and I said, look, you guys should be offering digital services, free a version of email, you should be offering a version of Facebook, a version of you know YouTube, etc. brought to you by the Postal Service, and you guys could make billions of dollars. I'm sure Americans would pay like 50 bucks, and it would be protected by the laws of the Constitution where if anyone interfered, 20 year, 22 year sentence in prison, 20 year sentence in prison. They thought I was an idiot. They thought you're a nice kid. Good idea. We're bigger than uh, Walmart. I was 29 at the time. Well, anyway, they didn't listen to me. Fast forward, 
to about 14 years later, in 2011, the Postal Service is going out of business. I then gave another interview in Time Magazine, and I said these guys were absolutely foolish for not offering these digital services because they could have, first of all, made money and defended the American people. Anyway, that article came out in Fast Company and in Time Magazine. The Inspector General, Dave Williams, calls me and goes, why are you attacking me? Because the news went viral. The Postal Service hired me, and I wrote two reports for them showing how they could make billions of dollars, A, for themselves so they don't go bankrupt, and protecting our rights. And what that solution is, the Postal Service, we pay them about 50 bucks, and they offer a platform where we get the email equivalent, the Facebook equivalent, and it's a good sign, okay? And, uh, they, and we also get the equivalent of, of you know, Facebook or, or YouTube, etc. And what ended up happening was they commissioned me to write two reports. I submitted them. They haven't done anything. But the point is, I have a solution. And by the way, you don't you won't get the solution from a lawyer because remember, lawyers are all about causing problems or prolonging problems. But that's how we solve big tech censorship. The postal service has got to do their job, and particularly in the digital realm. And, and the Postal Service was created as a public commons. And we need to now have the electronic commons brought to you by the Postal Service. All right, thank you. Sure, you're welcome. Vote for Dr. Shiva Ayadure on September 1st.